0: Happy 2023, everyone. Welcome back to the Rumor Mill. I'm Spencer. And
1: I'm Lexi. And
0: this is your Gen Z Guide to Pop Culture, first episode of the new year. Oh
1: my God. And what a way to start. Hello? What a way to start in case you didn't read the title we're having fucking nikki glazier on this show um the pop culture icon um the queen of reality tv queen singer queen everything like we just like
0: basically your favorite person basically just like
1: the person i aspire to be um nikki
0: glazier i want i want to ask her what her new year's resolutions are or she (laughs) has any do you have any i
1: do Um, i to probably just to like
0: do less drugs
1: I'm... that's never a resolution <laughs> of mine um no but to like probably just like keep I'm my kidding, room clean a drug more.
0: yeah that's a good well, one that's just, just like kidding, I'm not. so like chores like normal yeah, things just, like be
1: more responsible with my like mm. upkeep of my because like mm. new common areas of my house are really clean on mm-hmm. my apartment but like my room is always a disaster and always a mess. i just need to like change that
0: I feel like I want to be on this health kick I've kind of been on this every year but I'm like for real about it like trying to like cut down my sugar like not eat so many carbs because that's why you have
1: a hot cocoa bar sitting on your bedside and I also
0: have a real bar bar over over 21 which alcohol that's alcohol's like bad like not bad for you but
1: it's bad it's, for you.
0: It's like in ways that you wouldn't think like yeah. it's fattening or whatever. I don't know. But I see, I'm <laughs> just a, a lot of sugar. i See, I'm a, I have a sweet tooth and sugar I'm a carboholic. Meat. So like I could have a bag of chips and a candy bar and, and like each hand and be happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and like start like working out a little bit, which I have eating healthier, which the other night I made myself a healthy meal and decided the best way to share that would be to put it all over my Snapchat story. So for like 24 hours, I became a health influencer.
1: Love it. We love to see it. Well, we're gonna jump right into things. Ask Nikki Glaser what her New resolution is. We don't Let's need do to it. do any more introductions. Let's no. just get into the show.
0: Well, welcome. It's nice to, to the be show. here. Thank,
1: Thank you. you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: I'll introduce myself. I'm Spencer.
1: And I am Lexi. And oh, we are Lexi and Spencer.
0: We are oh. some longtime best friends. We call ourselves the Gen Z Guide to Pop Culture. We just yes. like to talk to our faves. And you happen to be one of our faves for a long time. I'm so
2: flattered. You guys are so cool. And that means a lot to me. So thank you.
0: Thank you. We're totally polar opposites. Everybody that meets us is like, you guys like, you hang out together.
2: Like, what's going on? Really? Why?
0: We're polar opposites of everything religion, politics. Are you in
2: the same thing? Are you into the same pop culture, though?
0: yes synched,
2: kind of but like music taste different like
1: what we like to do different friend group different, different. Views is there any light? overlap of like a
2: celebrity that you both stand where you're both like it can agree on someone well everyone and lana Del Rey. okay exactly okay so yeah. that you have that in common that like keeps you grounded right i totally you know like fans when you are a stan of someone you can communicate with other stands in a way that kind like is language. really special and like that you can, because you you know that someone else gets it. As a Swifty, like, I feel so connected to other Swifties. And we can speak in this language and understand this whole thing that I just don't know that other people get. Because, clearly, they don't. Like, they look at us like we're crazy. But there's something going on with us and <laughs> this music that I makes us be crazy. I have one of
0: those people that You were Swifty looking... as well. No.
1: No, he's, okay, a, no, he's I... a hater. He's no. a Taylor Swift hater. And it's so
2: sad. Can and I- I'm No, like, you're better I'm... than this. You're better than this. The hater-
0: like, no, I am not a hater. If it's I up, hate- your thing. I don't hate anybody except Megan Markle. That's the only person I hate. Just- okay,
2: we are a strong disagree on that. Oh my god. I am the I'm literally, I'm so glad we're talking because I am on a crusade to clear her name and get everyone on board with her because she's fucking cool. She's smart. You don't want her to be, but she is so smart. She is so cool. She is someone that I didn't like because I was jealous of her, because she has a perfect life. And I thought maybe she's conniving to get it. She did, she just wanted to be a royal. There's she wants a life and she fell in love with the guy and. I know that my like distaste for her was based solely on how fucking jealous I was. And I had to, in my mind, convince myself she's a bad person because it it just, it it soothes me because she's too perfect. But did you watch Harry and Meghan?
0: I didn't watch the documentary. I watched the trailer. And that was- No, no,
2: no, no. I promise you, if you watch the documentary, you will be, your mind will be changed. I didn't want to hear it. I was like, I don't even want to like her. And then you watch it and you're like, she's just cool. She is. I bet you anything you will, I am literally, I said, I think I'm only a stand for Taylor Swift and Meghan Markle now. Like kind of, I was a princess Diane, Diana stand oh, too.
1: Mm, yeah. Okay.
2: Have to but be, I though. really, I feel like she deserves the same kind of like love. I really think she's fantastic. And I think that, and you learn why you were manipulated to think one thing about her. It's like, it wasn't our fault that we didn't like her. The, the British media like ruined everything every chance they had of making something good of that it was it's a really fascinating documentary I loved all six episodes but the first three I watched was just like I'm so jealous someone loves her that much and like this couple is so in love and like she could like their whirlwind romance of how they fell in love is like my dream like meeting a prince and having a prince pluck you out of obscurity I mean I'm just watching it like seething like when are you gonna be a bitch and she just a wasn't she cut. She's cool, and you're like, I would be in love with her too if I were Prince Harry. Like he, she's awesome.
0: I told Lexi, I said I would rather sit and watch all three parts of the Casey Anthony documentary.
2: I watched than- that as well, actually, back to back with Harry and Meghan.
0: <laughs> That's traumatic. You probably oh have trauma. Are you okay?
2: <laughs> no, we. I went on a girls' trip where it was just me and my like eight best friends from all walks of like early childhood to college to comedy to now. And we all get together and have these real trips. And that was all their only agenda was watch Casey Anthony and Harry and Megan. And we so we did back to back. It was a little much. I was like, and then I didn't I didn't know how to feel about Megan, but before that, I was questioning how I feel about Casey Anthony. I'm like, I thought for sure she was guilty. And now I'm like, she's guilty of something, but is it like, did she drown? Like, what's no? I
0: know now? See. See, this is not starting off well, Swifty and a Megan Stan. I don't know how I feel about doing this Well, interview. I'm no. telling
2: you that you're going to be on my side of things when you see that documentary. I, I almost... was on your side before.
0: No, I had a run in in the wild, like a Swifty in the wild. Like I was at, I was at Target. There was, I was talking to one of my coworkers and I was like, why is everybody rushing to buy this new Taylor Swift album? I was like, what's so great of it? Like, I don't understand. And all of a sudden this teenage girl from like out of nowhere goes, what did you just say? <laughs> and then she calls to her friend. I don't know. She was like, Ashley, get over here. Guess what he just said. I ran for my life. They were going really? like, to tear me down. It no, was a stand I think experience He was very Yeah. Afraid.
2: I mean, well, they can be, we can just be very like territorial of our girl and passionate. She gets us in a way that, you know, I don't know. I've, I've really, I've, I've stand few people in my I was DMB was my first like major Dave Matthews band was where I became obsessed and it was like my thing. And then I dabbled in Wilco for a bit Mm. and then it became Taylor Swift and like no looking back. And I, it, it just, yeah, she She, I don't know what she does for us. I really want to like write a book about it someday or something, because there's something about Swifties that I got, we have something in common that she's speaking to. And I want to find the common denominator. Like, is it girls who wanted to be something, but didn't get what they want? Like they knew they, like they're struggling. They don't ever always get the guy. They're jealous of the pretty girl. Like she, she tapped into something for me. There's there's just sad girl, you know, sad that girl, hate to say if, it, white girl. It's
1: it's a fair <laughs> point though. Can I ask you a question though on this Taylor Swift topic? Yeah. If you're gonna try to like get somebody into Taylor Swift, like really truly, like what are your Great top question. three songs that you are recommending to get somebody into Taylor?
2: Um, I would say <sighs> it's so hard because I would I think it would cater it differently to every person because there are some songs that I I know that if I were talking to a me, I'd go okay, fifteen uh I know you were trouble I knew you were trouble when you walked in is that the name of the song I think so Uh, I think so yeah yeah I think it's a long title that one is just the one that turned me where I was like whoa this is fucking angry and Alanis vibes and like but also dropping a beat like but also she was kind of coming out with that that was like her first time sounding like that so it's nostalgic but I would say yeah trouble when you walked in um I would go god people would probably I, all too well is inarguably a, just an incredible song and then i would go would have could have should have from uh the new album i think those are all going to be ones uh, would have could have should have and all too well are a little uh, now i'm getting too like abstract you're like i this. <laughs> so so really i like feel like i'm just you know creating a protocol to get people to become swifties but yeah those three songs propaganda. i would say
0: off this the top of my head
2: yeah. oh yeah please um it's all you know there's subliminal messaging back here in some way I'm sure actually Everywhere. i just we're gonna flash Taylor Swift reasons.
1: on the screen for oh time. she's on my shirt as she oh always gosh. is every day
2: <laughs> I that's forget I'm wearing her yeah I like seeing Swifties in the wild. that's why I wear them to attract other Swifties and to have mm. these types of long-winded conversations about I her see. discography I
0: see well I didn't know you were going to be trouble when you walked in because now we're <laughs> all best friends so happy 2023 Thank um, you. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? It's the new year. I can't yeah. Believe how it is. Yeah.
2: I think I'm always, there's nothing that I'm like, I'm doing this, but I think I just want to, I'm always working on accepting myself. And that's like my big thing just recently has been like, not trying to better myself, not trying to be, or not trying to tell myself lies in the mirror, even though I don't believe it. Like, accept myself. Like, I don't need to go like, you're beautiful. You've got it. Like some days I'm not, you know, just accepting that some days I'm not accepting that sometimes I'm going to be too tired to get out of bed and do anything that day accepting that, you know, if I would have worked a little harder, I would have gotten that thing. just being like, okay, but you did it just like acceptance. And I think that's, um, that's probably the thing. And like the way I do that, I swear to God, I've been doing this mantra that has been really working for me. And I, Found it when I was just having a desperate day of like feeling like really low on myself and like imposter syndrome and, you know, just really sad and yeah. um, hating everything about myself, you know, going in that spiral. And I um, pulled up on YouTube, this l- woman named Louise Hay, which I really recommend if you're ever struggling, just to put it on and go to sleep to it because it's subliminal messaging, but it's Louise Hay, L-O-U-S-I-E-H-A-Y. And it's one that's like called you are valuable. And I love it because in it, she's like, you know, if you're struggling with self-acceptance, say the mantra, I approve of myself. And then say it over and over like 800 times a day. And you're like 800. And she's like, how many bad thoughts about yourself do you have a day? Like just one for each, you know? So it's really has helped. Like I will just be like in the shower, like I approve of myself. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. The second I have like a negative thought or, you know, sometimes you're just in it and you can't tell, but if you get into a place where you are able to catch yourself being negative and just say it. Just I approve myself. I approve myself. I approve myself. Just like almost like 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 rhythmically, yeah, like you don't even habit. know what you're saying. It works. It actually works. So that's just a tip I recommend. Your that's awesome. New that's Year's great.
0: Inspo by Nikki Glazer. Now, yeah, funny enough. I just, I was like, I'm gonna Google Nikki because I, 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 we're big <laughs> fans of you, and I, I just want to see what pops up. Yeah, what does pop Google, up? I don't do it. Hey, I have it right here. If you Google oh, no. Nikki Glaser, here's the top three suggestions that come up, and we're just here today to answer those. That's it. Feet, right? That's...
2: feet, boyfriend, OnlyFans.
0: Nope. Oh, you got one of them. You got one of really? them. Really? Nikki yeah. Glaser boyfriend. Are you dating anybody?
2: Yes. Yeah, <gasps> I have a boyfriend of. Gosh, we've been off and on for nine and a half year almost ten years in April. It has been off oh. and on. And we are on right now. So that means we'll be off again soon. No. <laughs> um, we uh no, we've been really it's it's great because we've known each other for so long, but I've dated other people in between. And it's like we're at a place really like now that I don't even It's like I'm dating someone new that I dated back then because we've gone on to other things and reconnected. So it's great. I have a a boyfriend, he's a TV producer and he's on a radio show here in St. Louis. His name is Chris Convey. Cute, that's
1: adorable. And honestly, people like (laughs) hate on like on again, off again relationships. But a lot of the time I feel like that's what you need to like grow yourself and like become- More of who you are as a person, and then to like reconnect with like your person again later, like it's fabulous.
2: I think it is. It, It it really feels there's there's a lot that comes with it because you broke up for a reason, right? Like back in the day, and then years went by, and you didn't get everything settled that you did back then when they said those things or they or you said those things, and there's still things that linger and you carry those. And when you get, you get back together and you think it's kind of all smoothed over and then stuff kind of comes up from the past, but it's really interesting because I'm able to just look at it as like a, another boyfriend, like a a different person and not like carry it over. But it's also like, there's so much history there. And also, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I think I can't believe people don't get back with their exes more. Like I waited a really long time to find a good boyfriend and find a guy that I thought was like high quality. He was like my first boyfriend that wasn't long distance or like unavailable because he, you know, emotionally or he had a wife or something. You know, it was the first time it was like, oh, this guy is my boyfriend and he um yeah, I I I think I in the beginning I was just eager to to keep him and then um but I I did find a quality person. I think we were just like bad for each other at the time. You know, it's all about timing when you meet someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And really now, a tally, Ross
2: and Rachel story.
0: Yeah. And 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 that that was really deep right there. And this next this next point, the next suggestion, it's not that deep. It's it's okay. pretty um it's pretty straightforward. Shallow? Nikki Glazer height. How tall are you? How tall are you? Oh, really?
2: five nine.
0: Okay. Five yes. nine
2: exactly. Like almost on the dot. I might like, you know, it's gonna start going boop, like going down a little bit, but we can be a are steady five, nine. I'm not rounding up. It's like right on the line. Cause I would love to be five, nine and a half. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Please. Yeah. But it's yeah. not. Then you can so be like I, all the guys on Tinder and be like, no, I'm six foot. I'm six yes. foot. I swear. And then you I would around. love to be six foot. God, I love being a tall, like people are sometimes like that's tall. And for me to five, nine, I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I was so much taller. I want to be like freakishly tall. I think it's so cool when women are super tall. I know it's hard, uh, but, and also it's hard for women are short. It's fucking hard. It's everything. Yeah, it's hard. Just hard. It's, it's all hard. Just, it's, hard. hard. it's just all life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: just let get it. I approve
2: it. of myself. I approve, I approve myself. of myself. <laughs> yes. There you go.
0: Now, the third and final suggestion that popped up was Nikki Glaser roasts. Who has hmm. been your favorite and least favorite celebrity to roast over your iconic um, roasting career?
2: Thanks. Uh, you know, my, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, to be honest with you, they're all fine. Like it's, it's not like someone's more fun because Well, I mean, okay, let me me try to like say that because I kind of look at it as like one group of people. I can tell you which roast I like the best. Like the Alec Baldwin roast for me, Mm -hmm. they were all great, honestly. They all like took me to the next level, each of them. And I felt like it was probably one of, each of those sets, I would say, were one of six times in my career where I absolutely kill. You know, like I got lucky that half the times in my long career- I can say that I like murdered were those three roasts. And because I put so much work into it, it was exhausting. So none of it was fun. Uh, You know, it's fun when it was over, but I would say the eat, like it felt good to do the Ann Coulter one and get venomous. But at the same time, it felt like she, I don't know. I wasn't like, I was so new at the roast that it was like hard. It, It was good that I was new because I was just, I would say anything. And I think I would still would. But I was also like, didn't feel really like, I don't know. It was, a, it was a weird place to be. Cause I felt sorry for her too. Like, I don't want to be mean to people that don't see it coming really, yeah. you know? And I think she kind of didn't see it coming. So I felt bad, but also she's like a monster. So who cares? Um, and then I think the other one, I loved Caitlyn Jenner. She was so cool. And so like the whole time I was roasting, like, you know, and like keep going, like you're going great, you're killing it. Like she was just like, so supportive and, with everything I said about her. And then, um, Blake Griffin was really fun too because that was like, oh, that wasn't just like a roast. It was more of like, I'm doing going to do this bit of me like hitting on him the entire time. Like I'm gonna kind of yeah, every yeah, joke yeah. about him is just gonna be one of me wanting to fuck him. Like I, that was just an idea I had of like, why not? Like just be obvious about it, or I, and it might work. Who knows? It didn't, but it didn't yeah. not work. <laughs> I just didn't. Vol- I didn't follow through. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was, so that was fun. They're always fun. I got to sit next to Edward Norton at one of them. And like we split an edible and <laughs> had good conversation. And after we we're both done with like when everyone's done with your set, you like relax before mm-hmm. that you're kind of like on edge, like, oh, but when you're yeah. done, you're like, oh, oh, God, thank God, because it's a lot of pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine. Like I know for us, like we before oh every God. interview, we're like we we love to have done, we hate to do. We love to have that's... done, we hate to do. But like we can do it, we can do it. So like I can yes. only imagine what it would be like to stand in front of like, like literally be, like for real in front of like actually like, yeah. millions of people, thousands of people. Like
2: I know it's uh, he, Yeah, you hope to like enjoy it when it's happening. Like that's where I think I got to the the place of like some of the sets are so fun, and I know they're gonna crush and. The unique thing about it is that, you know, I, my standups that I've been doing for months or weeks or whatever, it's rare to have an entire set of brand new jokes that, you know, are like going to fucking destroy because you try to them out around town. So you kind of like, know, and it's in the setting. Like it just, it's an explosive set. Like you can really catch a wave and like get in like the zone right, right away. It's like this, um, in the pocket, I guess, like sometimes as a comedian, you just feel like, oh. I, they like me, I can do no wrong. And like, you can get that in these roasts, even though they're like, so high pressure situations, you can have like the best set of your life. That's
1: really
0: cool. Speaking of your long career. Yeah.
1: Speaking of your long career, I mean, people know you as a comedian, producer, writer, podcast host, and some would even say most impressively as of last year, an E-network reality reality star. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us how you got your start in the entertainment business.
2: Um, I started out doing stand-up comedy, so that was my end, and I was on Last Comic Standing my um, senior year of college, and then I moved to LA right after that aired, and then was like a babysitter and temping and just doing stand-up comedy, and then eventually, you know, five years later, made my way to New York and started a podcast that got some heat, and then that podcast um also put out a viral like a video we made a me and my podcast partner made a video about Justin Timberlake and that went viral kind of and then that got us a meeting at MTV and then they bought a TV show from us so it's like and then since I got a TV show I did other TV shows and it's kind of gone from there but always have been doing stand-up along the way yeah, and that's what that's how I do. That's you. how it was, we yeah, found you was stand through up.
0: stand up, not only stand up in the special your specials, but through F Boy Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nice. And when we when love I started F-boy watching, she God. got it. Everybody
2: I know into, into F Boy Island. Every that's single person. So I know. good. Thank you so much. That means so much to me because I love that show so much, and everyone who gives it a chance will love it. It's like one of those, but it's it sounds so crazy, and a lot of people don't like reality TV. They don't know what it's gonna be, but. It, it does it does all the good things that reality tv should do plus it's funny yeah and that's what i love about it so it's entertaining despite like, that exactly. the people are genuinely
1: likable like we talked to Most benedict we talked to casey and like oh we, like, nice we genuinely, oh my god like, those
2: are my two faves i mean like in terms of the like, best yeah they're, they're my like in love with both they're those. my buzz Absolutely.
0: we talked to benedict them. Um, the night there, the day that we talked to him was actually the day or the day before that he had a show with you in Vegas. I think he said, oh,
2: nice! yeah. And that was we so literally fun. told
0: him, we were like, tell Nikki, we love her, tell her to come on our podcast. <laughs> uh, well, here I am. I don't I know don't, if it was, it was, due, was due to
2: saying. Benedict, but here I am. Yeah. Um, no, they're awesome. Like the, I, yeah, those, those guys are so funny and you meet a couple every season. I mean, we've only done two where you're just like, oh, that kid's a star, you know, like, this is just, you know, Theo Vaughn, I don't know if you know who he is. He started out on the, on road rules that there's mm-hmm. like, there's so many people that got to start on real world or road rules that you don't even know about or reality TV, like so many. And so yeah. I think the, a lot of these guys come on the show and you're like, this is just the, someone, someday is going to be like, can you believe Casey, that guy from that show was that he was originally on F boy Island. Like it'll be like a blip in the is past, you know, like, yeah. so I, some of those guys are really talented and just really nice. Yeah, Yeah, so cool. And
0: I'm proud to say we unknowingly slid into your dms because i didn't know when you tag somebody on instagram it goes into their dms oh so yeah i had posted that the show they had canceled the show and everyone was freaking out. absolutely like, insane. Oh, my God. oh yeah that's
2: how we talked yes okay mm-hmm. i remember and then
0: you slid back in with which something with i hadn't seen which was like a screenshot of a tweet saying the producers are trying to get it picked up and they're trying yeah. to save it so outside of the dms set the record straight for us what's going on with the show
2: yeah i mean it's not coming back to hbo but it will be somewhere else it has to be you know like i don't have any say in this and i wish i did but like it just TV's kind of fucked you know yeah. like it's just kind of a and it's more fucked than i even know i don't even understand what's going on so i know that it's a hit show i know that people are begging for another season um and i know that there are people working behind the scenes trying to make that deal happen and like to go to the best place so it's it's got i've been assured that it will happen um and who knows i've been assured before and it hasn't gone through but it's rare that you get assured about something in this business so i don't think in my heart of hearts i don't think we've seen the end of f-boy island and it will be a triumphant amazing return with so many like we were ready to go with a, a really exciting season so it's going someplace else and it's going to be uh just as good, if not better. I'm very excited. I can't That's wait okay. to go back. I miss That's it. Exciting. I'm usually Fingers getting crossed. ready. I'm usually packing to go around this time of year. And I'm like, oh.
0: I know you're ready for your vacate your paid vacation. <laughs>
2: it essentially is. It's amazing. Yeah. And and it just so happens to be a fucking great show. So it's like I get something I'm proud of and I get a vacation. It's awesome. Boom. It's perfect. Boom. Um, well, what was we have to ask, what was more fun and or challenging for
1: you jetting off to a tropical island for full of hormonal millennials? or returning to your hometown in your E-series, Welcome Home, Nikki Glazier.
2: What was more fun or more challenging? Either one, both oh. questions. Oh, okay. I would say, you know, doing a a reality show in my home was like so fun. It was, I got to be around my friends and family making a TV show, feeling like I was being productive while at the same time I'm I was home, you know? And so it was so ideal and I'm sad that I didn't get to do it again. I don't even think it's the end of my like kind of, uh reality career in terms of like having cameras follow me around. I don't know that that would be the last time I'd want to do that because it was so fun and uh, honestly quite easy for me. Like I'm just someone who it wasn't like is it wasn't easy by any means. Like I have new respect for like these families that do these reality show like Kardashians. Like it's it's a struggle like shooting your life and having to like okay can I just walk into this room instead of filming me walking in like every, everything you would normally do and conversations that happen within the scenes are real but you know there's a lot of setup that exhausts you of your like the real life like I wish you, they could just follow you around with camera and there was no
0: unedited. but it, yeah.
2: yeah but in the interest of time it's just good to get the, the shots and as we as consumers expect those kinds of shots to set up a scene and so there's essential things but it really felt very real to me and was really easy to do. There was no like performing aspect for me. It was just a lot of time talking to my friends and family and like doing activities. Like I would usually just have a conversation with my dad on the phone, but we had to go like canoeing to talk about that thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or I would roller skate with my boyfriend instead of like texting each other, like texting or DMing, I mean, or on Instagram next to each other, watching alone on the History Channel. Like that's not, not you know-
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's all you want to see. I
2: I listen to a lot of music. I play a lot of music and I like, I sing a lot and I watch TV a lot. And like on reality TV shows, you can't do any of that because it's all copyrighted. So (laughs) you have to just do, you have to like read things from before the turn of the century, things that are, you know, free use. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's all you can do. You can only sing uh, old dirges from the, (laughs) you know, Confederate.
0: I feel Era. like you're so busy because like you're on tour right now, the good girl tour, which is like hugely successful, and you're coming near us. So like we should probably go. We yeah, you can probably...
2: totally go. I'll I'll get you tickets. Yeah. You should be there. We we Oh love my gosh. Don't act surprised. Of course I will.
0: Let oh us moderate for no no. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, actually though, like that would be that would awesome. Be so much fun. I, would, I
0: would I I've would I would I've never yeah. been to stand-up. Really? Never. You, I've never seen a stand-up really? show. Really? Nope.
2: Okay. We got to get you watching stand-up. Okay. So you I'll be my, I'll be your first show. But I feel like, when am I coming there?
0: Um, It's in Spok- so Spokane. Because we're in Seattle, in Seattle. So I think you're coming to Spokane in like March or something. Okay.
2: okay or something? You right. need to go to a comedy show before then. You got You can't. You got to. It's too fun. <laughs> and you got great comedy in... Wait, you guys are in Spokane? or Seattle? Seattle. You're in Seattle. Oh, great comedy clubs in Seattle. The, the Like the underground. And I think there's a not a helium, but there's a stand-up. I forget, but you guys yeah. have, I've always loved performing in Seattle. It's been great. So, um, yeah, so I'll see you there, but my show, the last show I had in Seattle was honestly like my favorite show of my last tour. I was just like, Oh, I want to tape a special here. It was so good. So I'm so looking forward to getting back there more so than, you know, other cities on my tour, but um
0: oh Lord, but you we know so you what know, you should
2: that's a cool venue i love that that seattle venue but yeah. yeah i'm on tour all over so if your listeners want to come see me nickyglazer.com all the info um it's a great fun stand-up show i'm pretty good at it i've been doing it a really long time it's a great this night out so nice. we agree it's a great uh, birthday gift for someone but yeah, yeah um constantly on tour
0: constantly forever and always
2: forever yes. and always Taylor love um, song, song. Comedy
1: can definitely be a voice club. What have your experiences been like as a woman in comedy? How do you overcome stereotypes like the infamous women aren't funny? Have you run into any of that? Have you like, what has your experience like been?
2: Yeah, it's, you know, I don't want to say that it hasn't been a problem because I think it's like... I don't know. I get, I guess it's, but it's all, it's my experience. So I don't like look at it as any different really. I mean, you start to see things later on, but I don't know. I really, I know that there have been ways in which I've been held back because I'm a woman, but I also think there are ways that I like got forward because I was a woman in comedy and there were like fewer of us. I benefited from that. Not that I want there to be like, but that's a, like it's life. being a woman has probably hurt me in many ways. Cause men getting different things or being, you know, categorized as a certain type of comedian like a sex comedian whereas that's kind of like a sexist thing that happens to female comics and male comics kind of don't get pin pigeonholed that way and you lose work when you become like known as like a sex comedian like you can't work everywhere when really you're doing the same kind of jokes as everyone else but um I think that I don't know I'm proud to be a female comic because female comics are like all kind of my my favorite comics or they rank among my favorites, like it's split, you know, yeah. and there's so many fewer female comics. So it's like, we're pretty, we're pretty great. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I'm proud to like uh, rank among them. It's, it's, yeah. but I, but I never felt like it was, I was in a boys club or anything. I felt like it was just a person and the group, yeah. like I didn't ever think of myself as like a female comic. Not that that's something to be ashamed of, but I just never thought about it. Until like later, you know, when uh, things started happening and now I'm glad and proud to like differentiate myself. Um, But I just never thought of it that way. I was naive, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I I feel like that's kind of Hollywood as a whole. Like it's definitely a a community. Um, And what is your reaction, would you say, to celebrity comedians who have been accused of stealing jokes from each other? You know, we saw it with Amy Schumer or James Corden. No,
2: I don't. The thing is, I think what happens at the worst, no one's dumb enough to steal something that has been recorded before. No one would do that. Okay. Like what happens is either, I think in some circumstances, first of all, Amy Schumer does not steal jokes as someone who has been very close with her and like sees how she works. It's just like, When I see that argument against her, I just like kind of roll my eyes. No one steals jokes. If anything, maybe she's had parallel thought as someone else. Human nature. Some jokes. Yeah. Like you just, they're in the zeitgeist and they like, I, I I've done it many times where I've written a joke that someone else has written and I didn't know it and I keep doing it or it's, I've already recorded it. And then I see theirs and I'm like, oh, theirs was before my, like, I don't know. And then sometimes what happens is comedians will like absorb unintentionally from other comedians and that fucking sucks when it happens because it's happened to me before where I've been on stage and I'm like something pops in my head to say that's funny and I'm like oh my god how did I just think of that and I don't realize it's because I saw Ali Wong three nights ago and she had those three words strung together but I think I thought of them until someone's like Ali Wong does that and I go oh that's where it came from like you don't know you absorb stuff just because you you, from people you admire which is part of the hard part because I don't want to ever have that happen. It's like awful and it's awful for the person who is it happens to. Um, but it's not intentional. and I don't want it to stop me from watching stand-up. So there are times where I like I've been watching a lot of Tim Robinson recently on like so I think you should leave. And I've been doing a lot of just like his mannerisms and I kind of like it. I'm like, you know what, whatever that sprinkles on, to, I'm not doing it intentionally, like trying to steal his bit, but like, I'm just saying things in a different way on stage. And I'm like, oh, it's cause I'm, I've been watching too much of that. Yeah. Or I'll watch like seven seasons of Veep in like two weeks. And I'm <laughs> I'm talking like this on stage and I'm just a lot more equipped, you know like a lot more of an asshole all the time and funny <laughs> about it and just like fast. And, and I, yeah, you know, like I just start kind of emulating my heroes. So I think that's yeah. what happens a lot. When can we even steal? Like if you're stealing, you're on a low level and you're going to get busted. And I don't know, it just doesn't happen anymore like that. I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think pe- people steal as much as people think a- yeah. a- at all.
0: And I that's think good, like there's, there's, good. everybody always has an original idea that somebody else claims that they've had. And like, are there really any original ideas anymore? Exactly. And I, and I think that somebody who, you know, somebody that we love, one of our favorite comedians who passed away recently. I know somebody that was close to you is Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. And he made a cameo on your show on E! Yeah. he was giving you relationship advice. And that yes. was really fun to see. Um, you know, what is your, what was your relationship like with him and how did his passing affect you?
2: I met Bob, God, I can't even remember where I met him, which is insane because he's such like a person that I was like, was larger than life to me. Man, I got to really think about where I first met him I just I think it was probably a game show or something, but we did many game shows together, like to tell the truth and uh, match game. I remember we did in New York and I just would see him backstage a lot and then maybe stand up circumstances. We ended up to, like hanging out. I don't know. It was just instant with him. He's just so nice. He was so connected and interested and interesting and funny just non funny and he also did yeah he did my serious XM show a lot and then I think we became I you know I was sycophantic over like wow you're Bob Saget like and and I'm a good laugher and he is constantly throwing punchlines so we just developed that kind of personality where I would just I always said he like throws my head back like I break my neck laughing at because at, it's just so unexpected and dry and really fucked up like his sense of humor was fucked up you like, had a behind the scenes. like you
0: just had like a true like connection and it I was saw just like
2: a- I'm a, I'm a singer, sick you. bitch and I can say weird fucked up things and Bob could like top them and I it's hard to shock me and Bob could do it but he was also like the best guy ever so yeah we just got to know each other through stand-up and then um pot are each other's podcast and then we just like yeah, on the road, and the last time I saw him, we hung out together. We were both in Milwaukee last two uh, October's ago, and like got together for got together for dinner with like our friends and family that were in town too, and it was so fun. And yeah, that's uh, one of the best gifts of my career for sure is like knowing him and like be- getting to become friends with him is like oh okay i got that i could like quit now kind of thing yeah,
0: yeah. it was nice and it was nice to say i was gonna say it was nice to see that you dedicated when you were on the mass singer you dedicated your final performance to him i thought that was really nice
2: well thanks yeah i you know any chance i have he's the reason i did that show because at that and very dinner awesome i was singer, talking about like oh thank you i like i he loved that show so much. That's why I did the show. He was just like, I could see him just glowing about it. And I was like, oh my God, this show is special. And so that's what I was like, Bob, will you like put in a word for me? And he called producers. Like he made it happen for me, you know? And Aww. like they weren't, He didn't have to, but he was just like, he, he put in the call for me. He really did. And that's why I ended up doing the show. I, I, I think. And so, yeah, when I was on it, it was so nice to be able to talk about him because I just, you know he died less than a year when I was filming that show but it seemed like people had like moved on and you kind of don't want to move on sometimes when you're like missing someone you're just like no I don't want people to forget so it's it's nice that I I want to bring him I'll bring him up on I'll dedicate every performance of my life to him just to talk about obviously I'm like (laughs) rambling no it's perfect it's a sweet relationship yeah Yeah. it's a beautiful thing yeah he's a good friend
0: yeah. That's awesome. We well, know something about that. You're kind of a good friend.
2: Yeah, you're kind of a good friend. Well, I like it. Okay. Oh god. I'm glad that. you guys are friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a strictly professional working relationship, and behind the scenes we just hate each other's guts.
1: Yeah. Well, you I've seen know. shows
2: like that before, believe me. No. We,
0: yeah. We're
1: we're actually friends, but yeah. I, can to, I can tell. I can tell. We have to ask you one more question. Nikki Glazier, are you a member of the Illuminati?
2: No, God no. Is that the is that? Could, does are people going to analyze my response like she looked to the Probably. left and then she touched she her lips. is she... that a
0: sign of lying body language. yeah yeah
2: up is that supposed to symbolize a triangle above her head like we don't know Well, whatever I did is what happens when you tell the truth because I'm not a member of I, like I wouldn't want to be so bad at lying about it and keeping it secret and also it would make me so sad to learn that there was like the secret club that people are in and like you, you know you have to be like rich and famous and then you get saved yeah. during the apocalypse Ooh. I don't even mean, look be on go to mars with the people members of the illuminati no thank you no. There's a bunch of fucking egomaniacs in a spaceship trying <laughs> makes... to recreate how you, mankind somewhere else no thank you is not okay. that what you get in the illuminati isn't that the only promise is that you can survive when I, yeah i think so i, I think, think so
0: I and that's that's my new year's resolution is to ask and the, and the orgies Yes, yeah. i, I want to ask every celebrity guest we have or if they're in the Illuminati, like we're just going to get the answer. Yeah, just
2: do it. Some At some point, someone will go like, like start twitching or some kind of weird. Yeah. They'll reveal their some lizard head. going do
0: it. And... Do it. Yeah. Live
2: on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for clearing that up. That was <laughs> very you. important. Yeah. That well, was I like important.
2: it. Hard hitting questions. journalism. <laughs> and thank
0: you for coming on our show. Yes. I'm we're, We got to come see you stand up. Like I need to yes. see a stand up show. Message me
2: it. your names on our chat in, in my DMs and I'll get you into that show in Seattle.
1: Oh my god. Oh my Thank god. you. You are the of best. Of course. I'd be we happy to. Love you Nikki.
2: Too. Love you we guys love you. too. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you Thank so, so much for being here. You Thank so, so for being here. you for having me. It was
0: so fun, you guys. Course. Of Bye. course. See ya.
1: Oh my god. Like what an experience. What a human. What an incredible person. What an incredible an woman. Experience. An an experience. Glaser experience. The Nikki Glazer experience. The Nikki Glazer experience. No, but like for real, I just Maybe like we
0: should have asked her is it Glazer or Glazier? Cuz I say Glazer.
1: I say Glazer. I and mean, we probably should have asked.
0: We'll just call her we'll, Nikki. We'll
1: just call her Nikki. We're on first name. We're, we're on sure, first we're name. Our, our new best
0: friend Nikki, who's Here. gonna get us tickets to her show.
1: I, my, I, it was so funny. Both of her jobs we're like just dropped.
0: She's like, "Don't look at me like that."
1: Like, <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry." telling me what no, but like for real, that was crazy. Um, no, but like also.
0: Usually with our interviews, like we're not. I'm not so starstruck. Sometimes I am, but this was big
1: this was big no and also I feel like a lot of times we interview people we had like a conversation with her and I that know. was so cool like she's it like was like right human. off the bat
0: like we broke the ice and she was cool and like she's just people, a really like neat human. conversationalist like a good a good person because like you have other people that'll come on and be like hello hi and like wait for you to start asking questions and she was like let me talk about me being a swifty
1: yeah <laughs> and I'm like I oh no." It. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming on. If you want to see her stand-up show, head to NikkiGlazer.com. It's called the Good Girl Tour. I guess we'll be going. I
1: know we're going. I'm
0: so excited. Thank you, Nikki, for coming on. This was like this was a this was a, a core memory.
1: 2023 is off to a damn good start. And if you want to see more of us, see more of what we're doing, what we're up to, you can find us on all pretty much pretty much, pretty much all social media platforms. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Rumor Mill Pod. You can find us on TikTok at the Rumor Mill. Twitter at T R M Updates. And YouTube, YouTube at the Room
0: And if you want to watch us, you can check out our YouTube channel or you can watch on Spotify. You can also find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We drop new episodes every Friday. And we are always breaking down the latest entertainment news. And we will see you next week.
1: See you next week.